the mile rate. Thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. Hello everyone, good morning, welcome to the uh, Mile Rate where we have a look back at the, the races uh, run last night in this case from uh, Tabcorp Park in uh, Melton and one person that would have enjoyed the night for multiple reasons is Rob Orber. Good morning Rob. A very good morning Dan, it's been a uh, very big Melbourne Cup week, we've had uh, a big week in harness racing with a few cups as well and of course the Breeders' Crown uh, series has kicked off and we're looking forward to some very exciting racing over the next fortnight. Absolutely, with uh, the three-year-old uh, Breeders' Crown heats on Friday night, we've got the two-year-old uh, pacing heats at Maryborough today, it makes for a terrific race day doesn't it and then the uh, semi-finals are next Saturday night at Tabcourt Park, Melton. And uh, last night, we had a, a really good card at uh, Melton. And uh, we'll get to one race in particular where your smile should have been broader than usual after your mare took out race two, Monomia. Yeah, thanks, Dan. Uh, we were pretty excited about her performance last night. That's for sure. All right, Rob, the first race we'll uh, have a look at here is the uh, feature event on the program uh, from uh, Melton last night, and it was the Weir's Super IGA Sananad Pacing Cup that was taken out by the inform Our Millionaire Race 6 at Melton. Sicario fullback, the pegs go goes well. Nowhere to go. To the outside, Urox Skinny Jeans picks up. Electrifying third quarter, 27.2. Our millionaire, four metres, ideal some magic, the danger. Silent Major whacks away, then Shorty's mate, Sahara Sirocco, Sicario back to the pegs, but our millionaire straightened up clear. Leads five metres. Ideal some magic to the outsides, trying hard second. Our millionaire in front. Ideal some magic's going to get close late. Our millionaire, ideal some magic's diving, but missed. Our millionaires won the Sonanad Cup, a half-head ideal some magic. Good runner, Urox Skinny Jeans, eight metres away third. Then Shorty's mate from Silent. Cody, and you got the money. Well done. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, he's um, he's been racing really consistently, so he deserved to win that one. Yeah, he did. He um, he began well. He's probably not noted to be a brilliant beginner, but he, he seems like he's coming out of the gate okay. Yeah, he gets out okay. Um, he has a little tendency to get up the track a little bit, or he probably begin a little bit quicker. But he, he held them fairly comfortably tonight. He, he, does he sort of think a little bit in front? He, he seems like he's uh, he's sort of you know just waiting for something to come up to him to, to concentrate. Yeah, he um, that's the first time I've led on him, but he was he settled really nicely and he um, was switching on and off a little bit his ears were flicking forwards and backwards so he was having a bit of a good look around yep and sizzled home uh, rob had the race run to suit and certainly had the barrier but carved out some very very fast sectionals particularly in the last half Yes, well, uh, they went a mile rate at 155. Uh, our millionaire leading throughout a 45-2 lead time, 31-7 and 29 first two quarters. So really, uh, he controlled the race. And as you said, Danny, uh, he sizzled home 27-2 and 26-9 home. So uh, 54-1 last half uh, really made it uh, impossible for uh, horses back in the field. Ideal some magic enjoyed a good trip behind it to run second. Urox skinny jeans, who was disappointing, I thought, in the Queen of Pacific, but a lot of those mares didn't stay the distance and coming back to 2200 uh, obviously helped her chances and, and she ran on well uh, nice performance uh, shorty's mate had a soft trip on the peg silent major did its customary work he's not having a lot of luck sicario was on the pegs a couple of horses out of the race i thought were terrific uh, supreme dominator Wow, he, he just savaged the line, Danny. He ran seventh in the race, but he seemed to have a lot of horse underneath him, uh, James Herbertson crossing the line. Uh, he's certainly uh, going places, there's no question about that. 
Santa Casa Beach didn't have any luck as well. I thought uh, it was a good effort midfield. Sahara Sirocco was a bit disappointed. He didn't let down in the straight. And Diamonds and Cash seemed to have plenty left as well along the peg. So, uh, look, our millionaire deserved the win. Good performances by the place getters, but uh, probably look supreme dominator Santa Casa Beach are two horses that you wouldn't be dropping off despite them running seventh and eighth last night. Race eight, it was for the uh, the Trotters. It was the BSL Sedan and Sporting Club Trotters Cup, and it was a tremendous finale from the favourite Elder Baron Tess. Still four back the pegs, nowhere to go. Bogarson tracked up by O'Fortuna. They come around the outside and then came anywhere Hugo from Chizzy and Scallywag Sam third quarter, 29.2. Kaivali Clichy and Nectar Sartorius. Three wide nephew of Sunoco, four out Bogarson. Easy pickings about to get the run. Three back the inside, Kaivali Finn. Aldebaran Tess has got one off, but she just can't get through up into a dead end. It's in front, Kaivali Clichy. Easy pickings got through. Can Aldebaran Tess get the run? She's starting to get through now. Easy pickings in front. Aldebaran Tess, how did she win? that oh she's won it against the bridle wow scotch not i mean elder baron tess one like scotch not speed easy piggies by three meters what a win kai valley thin third Jeez, you're becoming this ice cool lady aren't you <laughs> uh you just sit there and you work your way through it and you've got a few people that just sort of slightly leave a little bit of a gap then you just take them thanks rob um yeah, I'm glad it looks like I'm uh, <laughs> calm on the outside anyways. <laughs> what was going through your mind? Well, I was hoping, uh, you know, we were three pegs and I thought that was all right. Uh, it's all about learning for her too. Um, and she's come pretty wide a couple of runs, so it was nice to be on the pegs. Uh, once we got four pegs, then I thought, well, we're going to have to find a way out. And there wasn't a lot of opening. There was an opening, but the horse was gone in front of me, so... I thought I'll just uh, I'll just be patient here and hopefully I can get out in front of it. Uh, it ended up running with us the whole bend, so I'm just happy it opened up because she was just charging. <laughs> uh, phenomenal the emergence of Sophia Hovitz and uh, Rob um, over the last uh, well really it's only been the last 18 months that uh, she's been driving. She can get horses out of the gate. They certainly settle for her, and she can get them to finish off at a rate of knots and. Um, and they know where the post is. Um, Elder Baron Tess, uh, she's really developing into a, a very good mare and, and a racing style. I don't know if you can just uh, pigeonhole her into just having one racing style. She just seems very adaptive. She can uh, sit spread as good as any trotter going around and probably good for her to, to, to race that way uh, from the handicaps she's been offered, also the barrier draws that she's been receiving as well at it augurs well for her going forward. Yeah, look, she's got uh, so much raw talent, hasn't she, uh, um, Danny? And as you mentioned, her versatility and her flexibility in the way she can be driven is going to really put her in good stead as she continues to work through the grades. And uh, look, uh, the, the thing about a whole, uh, Ella Baron Tess, she's just got this brilliant turn of speed. And, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, she's going to be Look, she's going to be unlucky because things aren't going to go her way, but it's really developing her into a really classy horse. And uh, I think her future looks really exciting. And uh, look, anything's possible with her. Uh, top win last night, um, was driven for luck. The split came. Uh, she went through it. Mile rate, 2 minutes, point nine thirty two one thirty one three. They weren't going hard. 29.3 and 29.9 home. And uh, look, a, a couple of gaps sort of opened up for her and, and that allowed her to take it and finished off well. Easy pickings, led, took the 
trail, battled on well. Kaivali Finn, yeah, look, he keeps plodding along at the moment. I think, as Chris Finozio mentioned on our interview throughout the night, uh, you know, he had, thought he had a good place chance, just probably not racing with the same uh, super zest that he used to have. O Fortuna. Good effort, uh, made up ground in a race that was really hard to make ground in. Uh, Chizzy was good. Uh, probably the other one that I, I didn't mind the run of uh, anywhere Hugo. He, he was held up and Taylor French looked like he shed plenty of horse underneath her. So I think he's a horse that is worth following. But all honours to the winner, Elder Baron Tess, just a class above all of those horses. Oh, well, if this hadn't already put a smile on your face this morning, do you remember this, Rob? Race number two, Monomia. With so what, and it's a major surprise who got around of blame it on me, who dropped back very sharply. But it's Ember two and a half to three metres in front, final piece to second. It's Beaujolais on the inside. In the centre, so what, it's a major surprise three out, 14 Monomia. It's Ebony and Ivory three back the pegs from Better and More. On the inside, dancing Finn, nowhere to go. AJ Breezy Rose runs onto the outside. 28.8 third quarter, Ember in front. Here's Monomia. Down the middle, launching with a run. Final piece, the centre. And down on the inside, it's Beaujolais. But Monomia got first run and shot to the lead. She's raced eight metres clear, isn't she? In great form. Running on it, it's a major surprise. On the inside, it's Beaujolais. But Monomia wins it. Seven metres, it's Beaujolais second. And Neckaway third, it's a major surprise. He's played a, a big part in uh, the work that's gone on behind the scenes. Uh, I think the first time I, we put you on, Nick, I said, she goes very good, this mare, but she's a bit of a crazy one, and uh, she's come a long way from the time you drove her. Well, I actually started off and probably overachieved. I went on the first up, and then uh, I haven't uh, always got along with her that great. She can be very testing at times, and then there's been times when I've been too overcautious, hence Geelong a couple of runs back. I give her an absolute shocker, but... Her last two have been fabulous, and tonight she was brilliant. She settled really well, and um, it must have been Gary and Kim's influence. Yes, no no doubt. And, uh, look, I know uh, Paul and, and Kari and myself and yourself, we, we sort of elected to just keep her out of the draw because uh, she's actually a quiet as a lamb-type horse uh, around the stables and in the prelims, but when she sees the mobile, she suffers from a bit of white line fever for some reason. Yeah, we're all a bit guilty of that, Robbie, but um, you're right, she... Uh, it doesn't take much to set her off, and with the chopping and changing early, I was really surprised how well she did settle, and then it got a bit argy-bargy down the back the last time, and I was starting to get a little bit worried because I was stop-starting, and that's not usually her go. But Well, congratulations, Rob. Um, you're right. Uh, she's got a few quirks about her, but her run last week in the Queen of the Pacific was outstanding, even though she didn't earn one of the larger checks, and uh, it didn't shock me to see her win. No, thanks, Dan. Uh, yeah, look, she's been a uh, work in progress horse, no question about that. We've been very patient with her, and hence, uh, as we mentioned in that interview, we've just kept her out of the draw, and she's just happy that way. She just seems to be, uh, you know, if you don't stir her up and just get her to relax. So we, we'll continue with that pathway with her. But one thing that we've always felt that she's had, you know, above average ability, she's you know the times that she can run is quite phenomenal and it's just starting to fall together for her now and hopefully uh, you know over the next few months uh, if she continues on the pathway that she's doing I think she's going to be pretty competitive in some really good mares races moving forward so anyway it was a good win last night we're all very happy as you all know it's very hard to win a race in town no matter uh, what horses uh, how many horses you've got it's uh, it's not an easy feat but uh, well done to her mile rate of 155 
Lead time 43.7. Tempo was solid 29.29.7. Came home in 28.8 uh, the last two quarters, and she did it really easy at the finish. It's Beaujolais. Good run. Had no luck for Johnny Yeoman. Sat behind the leader. Uh, got held up at a crucial spot, and uh, Monomir had already taken off by then, but I certainly wouldn't be dropping off her. It's Major Surprise racing well. The stable made it's Fitz Beaujolais. It's Ebony Ivory had no luck as well. Uh, her performance was all solid, but Monomir a little bit too good last night, and uh, certainly I'd be continuing to stay with her. I think uh, there's more to come. Race of four, it was the hero battle of the claimers final. Tags running on hard, five metres off. The leader's weaved his way through in the centre. 27.9 the third quarter. It's up and Adam joined by Yorkshire. Hashtags coming at them hard. Chapter one awaits the run. Into the straight at the 200 up and Adam from Yorkshire. Hashtag on the outside. Chapter one gets the run. Hashtag loomed up on the outside of Yorkshire. Chapter one's getting through with also up and Adam. But hashtag on the outside's going home best. And hashtag's going to win it. Hashtag's won it by two metres. What a wonderful horse he is. Second chapter one, third to Yorkshire, followed by up and out and then Carl. Outstanding. Well done, James. Uh, he's, he's been a great horse for, for Sean and for yourself. Uh, you've, you've had a lot of good times with him. and he, he's, uh, he's, he's a very underrated horse and it was a great effort tonight. Yeah, no, thanks, Rob. Uh, you spot on there. You know, he's a, he's a lovely old horse. Sean, you know, he's, he's Sean his world, really, that horse. And... Uh, you know, as I said last week, uh, he's not a very sound horse. He's got uh, quite bad legs, and you know, Sean puts a lot of time and effort into him to, to get into the races week in, week out. And uh, you know, he's as I said last week as well. You know, we got knocked over at Ballarat, and people thought that was the end of him. But you know, he's come back, and um, last week was super, and tonight he sprinted for a really solid sort of uh, 500 through the middle, and we got a super run through the middle, a lot of luck there, and. Uh, you know, from there, he was able to hold his, hold his sprint right to the finish, and he dug in deep. He certainly did uh, dig in deep. Two horses claim the Stablemates Chapter 1 and Yorkshire out of the Hero Battle of the Claimers final, Rob. Yeah, terrific performance by Hashtag. It's a real credit to Sean McNulty. I mean, Sean, he doesn't train a lot of horses, uh, and he's had a really good grounding. And one thing that we've learnt with Sean, his uh, ability and attention to detail is nothing but first class. And he's been able to continue to patch his horse up and perform at the level uh, that he has has been a real credit to him as a trainer. Great drive by James Herbertson. Uh, James is driving uh, really well, and good to see him getting a winner in town last night as well. Chapter 1 ran well, sat behind the leader, Yorkshire, had to do the work outside up and Adam who uh, kept the front so Yorkshire became exposed and certainly was uh, brave in defeat but was run down, up and Adam battled on, Carload and Where You've Been both were nice performances but well done to uh, Hashtag, uh, he's uh, going well and look as long as he can keep him uh, out on the track I'm sure he'll continue to uh, race well. Rob, the next race we look at is the, the fifth event which was taken out by the, the favourite Gillaby Sylvester driven by Cody Rockenberger. Leads a neck all set. Three wide was Sandy. On the inside, Monsieur de la Cour, the white and red awaits the run from La Putti, the centre. And then to the outside, Franco Joldo. 28.3 third quarter. Gillaby Sylvester leads by three metres on the outside all set. Back to the inside, Monsieur de la Cour. Can't get through Jensen's pet. Joan Yen towards the inside. But Gillaby Sylvester's going well. Leads by two metres. And Gillaby Sylvester and Cody Rockenberger are going to lead throughout to win it. By three and a half metres, Monsieur de la Cour. Jensen's pet two metres away. A bit unlucky third. Jo Cup. But Cody Rockenberger brings up uh, first win at Tabcorp Park, uh, Melton. Uh, well done, Cody. Thank you. Um, it's been a bit of unlucky not to get one earlier, but 
yeah, I'm happy to get it tonight. I'm sure you are. Well done, Cody. Uh, look, I, I haven't uh, had the pleasure to, to meet you face to face, and uh, it's been uh, been uh, really great watching you, and, and you've certainly made a good impression. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. We'll talk about the race after, but we, we all want to know more about you. Uh, uh, firstly, how old are you? How did you get involved in the game, and, and where have you been uh, working since uh, getting into harness racing? Um, I'm 22. Uh, my parents and... Um a close friend of theirs were in the harness racing in New South Wales, in, down at Nara, uh, Peter and Cathy Carson. They got me into it. Um, I've been working everywhere, really. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked at James Rattray's, Amanda Turnbull and Nathan Jacks, and then went to Queensland with Dennis Picker and a team and loved it up there, so I stayed up there for a little while. Worked for Jason Carkeet, and now I'm down here with Mark Lee and Paddy Lee. Well, and doing a terrific job as well. It must have been a big thrill for her to get the prize on Jellaby Sylvester, who also carried the hopes of the favourite punters in the first leg of the Quaddy Rob. Yeah, well done to Cody. And as we all know, uh, that first win, Metro win, uh, is also very special. And it was certainly special for Cody. I only had to see the smile on her face last night on Trot's Vision. And well done to her. She rated the horse beautifully out in the lead for Marg Lee. And Jillaby Sylvester is a lovely horse. Uh, he got the front and controlled it when a mile rate of 154.1, seven, points, uh, seven seconds of lead time, 28.3, 31.6, that second quarter breather. And then came home in 28.3 and 26.7. Made it impossible for anything to run. Jillaby Sylvester home. Monsieur Delacour sat behind the lead around a nice race. Jemson's pet was three back to pegs and got to the line well. And Joe Nien was four back the inside and ran on well. All set made a move outside the leader, battled on. Sanday was exposed three wide a fair way out. La Putty had no luck again. We'll win a race soon in town, La Putty. Just uh, needs the right conditions. Just not getting it at the moment. I'm Shadow Boxer was okay. Uh, Would Your Mind's had no luck as well. He, he's probably the one I'd be following out of that race uh, and Franco Jolto at the rear. But look, the two horses I've sort of black booked that I think will be winning at some stage will be La Putty and Would Your Mind. I think both horses will be uh, having a win sometime soon. Rob, back to the first event on the program, the DNR Logistics. It was taken out by Wow, You Can Dance, but uh, Wow, he can run. Yeah, I thought he had a good chance too last night, Danny. Uh, his run to start before was terrific, and we, we spoke about his performance here on uh, our uh, um, program this morning, um, last week or the week before. And, you know, he once he found the lead, uh, he was going to take plenty of beating, but that lead time was 41.9. It was uh, equal fastest, I think, at uh, at Melton. And uh, Wow You Can Dance was able to still stave off uh, all the all the uh, challenges at the finish. It was a great performance. Well done to Alex Ashwood. His team's going really well. Hugo Rocks uh, was good. Uh, Velachi ran on well. I'm No Pumpkin ran fourth. Probably on face value, most people might have thought he was a bit disappointing, but he was second up from a break. I thought the race was running at a really solid tempo, and he battled on really well at the finish. I, I've blackbooked him. Don't drop off I'm No Pumpkin. I think some people might because he started favourite, but I, I thought his run was still very good. Judy Bound, Hayden, Bromack were all good. Rosarito Miss also made up ground from back in the field. But look, wow, you can dance. Very good front runner. He's a horse that seems to race best. A uh, horse to follow for mine, I'm No Pumpkin. I'm not going to drop off him despite uh, maybe on face feed looking a bit disappointing. Uh, to race three, Rob, the Gold Acres trot. It was an ex-Kiwi girl in Kuhullen got the prize. So first up with new, new stable, Chris uh, Svenosio. Uh, perhaps a surprise result looking at the starting uh, odds. Yeah, very good performance. Uh, 
Kukulain. I'm not sure. I spoke to Chris Finozio after the race. He, uh, he he named it a little bit different to uh, the way it was called, but uh, he was a good effort last night. He he looks a really nice trotter, to be honest. Uh, he sat, uh, came around, sat without cover, and was just too strong for a mile rate of two minutes point three, forty six eight lead time, thirty one four, thirty point nine, twenty nine three, and twenty nine. Uh, raced by Merv Butterworth, who uh, uh, has given his horse to Chris to train, and uh, he, he's a nice horse. Uh, I think there's more to come. He's by Sky Valley. Uh, lots of muscle, very good performance. Savage line really well. Very unlucky not to win. Centro Otago led. I thought he was going to win half up the straight, but just caved in the last uh, 50 metres or so. Elder Baron Poppy, three bros were both okay. Allwood Sunbeam ran second last in the race. He had no luck. He, he got dragged back by the tiring one over all who had a 28-day uh, uh, vet stood, uh, stood down for, um, after being scoped. Uh, and he's probably a horse that will win somewhere in, in the regional area, somewhere Allwood Sunbeam. He's not going too bad. But all, all honours to the winner. Uh, he looks a really nice trotter. Across the race seven, a Better Eclipse was well-supported favourite. Uh, and uh, he's a pretty smart three-year-old. He got the prize. Yes, a really good training performance by Jess Tubbs and uh, and, and and Greg drove the horse, Greg Sugars. Um, really nice three-year-old. He's um, no star, but he's just a really professional horse, and he's going well. Uh, last night he was taken off the gate, got into the running line. They went a mile rate of 155.5, 44.3 lead time, 30.5, 29.6, home in 27.8 and 28.5, and he got over the top of him. Rick Riley sat without cover, battled on well. Dad and Dave uh, was first up was third nice performance i thought harry oven showed good improvement last night he might be worth uh, not dropping off at this stage uh, he's going okay kiss me elvis led just couldn't finish it off and the horse that was really unlucky again was radius i mean he's going really well denny he's going to win one somewhere soon um it's just a matter of when uh, but don't drop off radius i think he's certainly worth following but really good win by better eclipse and well done to uh, jess who's doing a great job with her team at home the only trainer or driver, for that matter, to get to multiple success on the night was Matt Craven, and it took to the very last race and the very last stride to get Pink Galaz over the line. Well, you would have uh, been having a few nervous moments if you uh, backed Pink Galaz at the short quote, started at $1.22. She galloped shortly after the start, got down really quickly. She only lost a few, few probably 10, 15 metres, but uh, then had to sit without cover and then got behind the leader, coming to the turn to get a bit of a breather. And uh, it took all of her qualities to run down. Is that a bid? They went a mile rate of 2-1, 47-9 lead time, 33 30.4, 28-6 and 28-5 home. But... Uh, look, uh, they did sort of mention early in the night that um, she, she, whatever she, do, she did last night, there was still a heap of improvement. I mean, Matt Craven mentioned after the race that he'd been a little bit easy on her after the Bill Collins. So, uh, yeah, look, she's only going to keep getting better and she's heading up to Sydney from all reports. And Pink Galaz was terrific. Is that a bid? Uh, very brave. Uh, he's just going so well. Michael Hughes does a great job. Rodney Petroff drove a great race, just got run down by a little champion mare. Powder Keg galloped... Uh, not long after the start, made up a ton of ground, top performance running third. And I'll tell you what, I didn't mind the run of Everybody Loves Me. We interviewed Brad Stevens before the race, and uh, he gave his uh, mare a nice little push that she's going well. wasn't the right race for her last night, but um, once she gets back into a, a winnable race, so she'll be winning for sure. But Pink Galaz, she's a champ, and she got the job done. 
Rob, uh, next Saturday night at Melton, there will be the running of the Breeders' Crown semi-finals, but also a Group 3 for the Mayors, uh, the all-in-one property Breeders' Crown graduate uh, for the Mayors, and also the uh, Elderberry Park Lennon Trotters free-for-all. So it's a terrific card next Saturday night at uh, Melton, and the good, uh, great action, in fact, continues today at Maryborough. There's a big card, Rob. There's 11 races, seven of them are Breeders' Crown heats uh, for the two-year-old fillies and for the two-year-old Colts and Gullings. So it's a terrific day today. Yeah, no doubt. Looking forward to that. And, of course, the Trotters uh, Breeders' Crown uh, heats will be on Thursday at Maryborough. And uh, we've got a, a, some terrific racing coming up, Danny. Uh, I'll be staying tuned, watching uh, all the action today uh, on Trots Vision and Sky Channel. And uh, happy harnessing and have a wonderful week. Have a great week, everyone.